Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it's so worth it. If you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red button, and attend a free webinar on the secret to starting your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I'm super excited to bring you today's featured guest, Amy Schuber. Amy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It is great to have you here. And let me just kind of give everyone a background on who Amy is and why she's such a fabulous guest. So Amy Schuber has been working as a life and business coach with women leaders, entrepreneurs, and individuals for the past decade. She actually loves guiding women back to themselves with her strategic mind, savvy spirituality, curated resources, and straight-up smarts. She has the innate ability to see a client's true potential and strategies that are needed to unlock the possibilities. She's also the host of the Inspired Conversations podcast, which actually brings you insights from today's thought leaders to help everybody be able to live into that life and business in the most conscious and mindful way. Amy truly believes that you are the one you've been waiting for. Amy, do me a favor. Would you share with us, like, how did you get started doing the incredible work that you do today? Oh, my gosh. It's, um, it's been a journey, quite frankly. But, you know, I, I started out in the corporate world and decided to take a risk on myself and leave because I was unfulfilled and unhappy in the work I was doing. And I knew there was more. So I decided to take a leap of faith and uh, start exploring. And that led me into the work I'm doing now. Um, there's many paths that happened along that journey. But it led me right into working with women entrepreneurs. Um, and then I started my own business as in coaching and life and business coaching. And then that led right into podcasting. So it's been many years, the journey, but it was really me listening to myself and deciding to make changes when it seemed like, mm, why would you do that? <laughs> because you have a good job and you, you things are, you know, seemingly good. Um, but I was just really unhappy and unsatisfied in the work I was doing. So I made a, a, a conscious decision to make a change. And I didn't really know it was on the other side of that. And it led me right into this work because at the time I was not doing coaching or anything. I was in an agency and I was doing marketing and uh, creative marketing with technology companies in the Bay Area. So a real change from what I was doing. But um, it really led me right into the work I'm doing, me taking that risk on myself. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, it's interesting how many people I've talked to over the years that were in kind of an agency setting, a very creative corporate environment, and it didn't fit that need for the type of creativity that they had. Mm -hmm. So everybody's like, oh, but that'll be so creative. And it's like, but it's still in its container. Yeah, yeah. And For it, me, it was that strategic. I was more of the strategic side. So there was no creativity in my ah. position, even though it seemed like, oh, you work in an agency and how exciting and fun. And none of that excitement or fun was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you were able to fix that. 
Me too. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you, we're, we're, obviously we talk about partnerships here on Speaking of Partnership, and I'm wondering for you personally, what's kind of like your guiding principle, or some people say it's a quote or a mantra, but it's it's what I'm looking for is what's that that thing that you always come back to whenever you feel like you're kind of off off track regarding partnerships in your life? You know, you said it in my introduction, that line, you are the one you've been waiting for. That is something that I always come back to. And when I say you, I mean me and I mean you. But, you know, I am the one I've been waiting for. When I get off track, I have to remember that, oh, I have the answers. Oh, I know what's going on here. Give yourself a minute to get back to that. And it's it ref- it's reflected to me in so many different ways and stories. Um, and it was even reflected to me in an interview I was doing for my own podcast just last week. So it's a reminder to me that I know, you know, there, there's all these people who can guide us and, and we can be in partnership with. But for me, it's just that reminder that you know what you know. And so don't forget that. And so I, that's why I love that. You are the one you've been waiting for. And I was inspired by that through a Hopi poem, because that's the very last line of this beautiful poem that we are the ones we've been waiting for. And that happened right when I was shifting careers. I heard that poem, Maria Shriver read it at the women's conference. And it just struck with me, it like hit a chord. And that really launched me into discovering what I needed from myself. And so it's funny how it keeps coming back even all these years later. I mean, I couldn't have known that woman would have said that to me last week and she did. And I just, it just made me laugh because I'm like, yep, you're reminding me of my own mantra. (laughs) Oh, how wonderful. That is great. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that our listeners love about the show is our guests are always so generous. They're always welcoming and, and share their you know personal journeys through through the whole world of partnership. And I'm wondering if you would be kind enough to share with our listeners a time in your life when, well, you kind of tripped up. You, you kind of partnership didn't work out so good. So just share with us what you were doing, what you tripped up on and, and what you ultimately learned from that experience that has helped you move forward. <laughs> it's like, okay, which which one should I choose? Um, I've tripped up a lot, as I think a lot of us do, right? Um, yeah. So most recently, I mean, I think it's in a personal relationship where I tripped up really not trusting myself in the relationship, not trusting what I knew to be true for me and for him, yet we weren't on the same page about what we were both going towards. And, you know, to be honest, it was it was a hard relationship because he was struggling with a lot of things and I was in it thinking I was helping, thinking I was there to be of service, you know, to him and help raise his, you know, consciousness and help him go through what he was going through when in in the exact moment it was really bringing me down and it really wasn't why I was there and I let it go too far. So, you know, I didn't listen to myself in it and I didn't trust what I needed in it because I was overgiving to him in the partnership when we all know that you can't make someone do something they don't want to do. And so it took me probably too long to realize that or remember that, even though it's reflected to you a lot. Sometimes when you're in a relationship, people will tell you things like, what are you doing? And you get this advice or suggestions, but you really just have to experience it for yourself. And so I think I was tripped up by thinking my 
overgiving, which I wouldn't have thought it was overgiving at the time, was taking away from me and taking away from what I needed. And, you know, that really got me. And it really didn't take our relationship anywhere, to be honest. And sometimes the letting go and the stepping back and doing what you need for you, um, which happens to create sometimes breakup or differences, uh, that's the best thing you can do, even though it doesn't maybe seem like the solution when you stand up for yourself. And so me standing up for myself, you know, resulted in a breakup. And that's happened to me multiple times in relationships. So it's a funny lesson that I keep learning. And I'm learning it faster and faster. But it's important to stand up for yourself and what you need and recognize I had to recognize where I was not doing that it wasn't the other person it was me you know doing it in the relationship and so I've learned a lot about that most recently and then also noticing how that pattern has been in the past for me too yes that's a great observation and I'm (laughs) sure you're not the only one listening who's ever been in a relationship where they just kept giving and giving and giving and couldn't understand why it wasn't working Right. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. And, yeah. you know, your comment about, you know, learning this lesson quicker and quicker is so important because standing up for yourself is how you sort. Yeah. Right. Because when you do that, if that doesn't match for them or they're not OK or they're not supportive, well, the sooner you find that out, the better. And yeah. I, I, uh, I am not a numbers person. I still don't know what possessed me to do this. But one day I was like. What if you could actually, like, is there actually a way to do process of elimination? Like, if it was, is it humanly possible to date everyone of the opposite sex to find out who's the right one? (laughs) And so I just started looking at, you know, average length of time that a woman lives and how many seconds are in your life and so on and so forth. And literally, if you dated a different man every second of your life from birth to death, you would still be a billion men short. (laughs) so it doesn't no way that process will ever work right you have to sort as fast as you can because you're never going to get there by trying each one just to see it will not work and that's what learning quicker is all about oh i didn't wait to stand up for myself i actually did it as soon as possible because i wanted to find out where what's the likelihood of this having a future yeah so true it's so true And being able to look at the patterns that you've created with your own behavior in relationships, because we all have them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because we haven't got the whole lesson yet, right? (laughs) It's like, exactly. we're getting parts of it. There's more here. So we're going to do it again. Yeah. 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 It's it's really an important thing for all of us to to recognize, because it doesn't matter where. It could show up anywhere in our life. Exactly. Exactly. So... I want to ask you another question, kind of along those lines, but a little bit different. And, and, and what I mean by that is I'm curious, what's a time in your life when you had, I call it a duh moment. You know, it's one of those times where you're like, I can't believe I've been doing this for so long. Like, that's so obvious. And, you know, when you have that kind of wake up moment, it typically turns into a building block for your future partnership. So kind of take us through that experience for you. Gosh, I think it's sort of what I was just saying, that dumb moment of you can't make people do something they don't want to do, you know, and um, it was a, it was interesting because it was a relationship that started and stopped and then started again. And the dumb moment came when it started again and I, we were recreating the same situation. 
And the dumb moment was, wow, I cannot make someone do something they don't want to do, even though they might be in agreement with things that you're, you're, you're sharing and talking about. It's that, okay, I don't know how many times I have to bang my head against this wall to see that the actions aren't there and the, the follow through isn't there. And, and it is that dumb moment mm-hmm. of, okay, they don't want what I want and they're not willing to do the work, whether they say it or they don't say it, it's really in the actions, right? And the follow through and, and the connection and conversation that you're having about where things are going and what we're doing. And, and in this situation, it was really about um, somebody taking care of themselves and, and making the right moves in order to be healthy and in order to be, you know, proactive in taking care of themselves because of health issues and some um, addiction things that were going on. And when you're in it and you're experiencing it, it feels like, wow, I, you know, I thought I was helping. I thought I was doing all these things. And that was the overgiving piece. But it was that it really was a dumb moment. Like, you know what? I have to walk away duh, like walk away. And that's when things will change. And that's when you have to let it go. And, um, that's what happened for me in in that moment. (laughs) And it was, you know, not me, not taking care of myself in the situation too, that became the duh, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I love how you said that the duh happened when you tried to do it again, Mm -hmm. when you went to get back together, you're like, even though we're saying that this is going to change. It's not. There's no action that aligns with that. Mm-hmm. So clearly there's something out of alignment here. Do I like, hello, I know where this is going because I just lived it with this exact same person. If they're doing the same things they were before, why would I think I'm going to get a different result? Exactly. But so many of us have done that, right? Oh, but, mm-hmm. I mean, countless we all know people maybe it's ourselves who have been back and forth with somebody for years oh we broke up seven times what what part the fifth time did you think was going to be different than the fourth time and it's always the same issue you know but we do that because we're not willing to pay attention and and own what we need for ourselves and we're afraid oh what if he's the last guy that would date me chances are that's not real but it goes through our head yeah and for me it's like what if I'm the one that can make the difference for him? Mm-hmm. What if I'm the one that can help him get over it? And I really trusted what he was responding to me about, you know, and I trusted what was going on with him. And in that, I wasn't trusting myself because I knew better, but I wasn't doing better or changing anything. I was staying true to what he, I thought he was committed to, even though it was not the truth. Yeah. And and then the bigger breakdown happened in that. So that was when it was like, duh, of course you're going to get the same result. This is crazy. What do you, why do you expect anything else? Cause it's always already been shown to you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we, we do that. <laughs> we, we think we're going to get a different result and that is what the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and you've mentioned something in both the, the stories you share with us, Amy, that I think is really important is when we're, like trying to give and quote unquote, help somebody, right? A lot of times why we're struggling is we're trying to fix a problem that isn't ours. Exactly. And so it's like, you can't fix it. It's theirs to fix. But we're still like, but I know I could do this because it was if it was mine, that's the key. It's not yours. So it'll drive us crazy because we're doing all the things that have worked in other times. 
for us, but that was our problem. So yeah, it worked. But we get caught up in this whole idea, but I know how to do this because I've been there or whatever. And next thing you know, you're like, why isn't this working? Now we start to doubt that we know what we're doing in our own life. Exactly. Exactly. And I came to learn it's acceptance, you know, accepting where that person is, accepting where they are with me, accepting what they're willing to like receive and do and and then allowing it to be exactly what it is. And for me, some of that was letting go because there was not the willingness to do the work. And it's like, okay, that's completely fine. And I've got to step back. Yes. So. And that's where you decided, is this enough? Exactly. Is this enough? Is this enough for me to go forward? No, it's not. Okay, then it's time to move on. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you're like, but I wanted him to be at this level. But actually where he's at is actually enough. Because mm -hmm. he's still moving that way, but where he's at is okay. But if he's where he's at is not okay, then it's not enough. Exactly. And we oftentimes don't think about that because we're like, but I want them to be like, I want them to be their potential. Well, they probably want to be their potential too. That doesn't mean they can be there tomorrow. You, you know, it's funny you say that about potential because I tend to see people's potential. You know, I see, I see it for people in their business. I see it for people in, in life, like my family and my friends, and then in my personal relationships. And that is sometimes what I fall in love with because I see the potential post healing right and so sometimes that's the place to catch yourself so i caught myself um a few people said it to me like i believe you're connected with their potential and like you're trying to coach them through it and yet they're not there and so the letting them go in between is that acceptance part you know like it's not doesn't mean they're not a bad person or a good person not a you know a good person they just have their own journey to go on and sometimes they have to do it without us and so that is something that I think I've seen people that happen with other people. But for me, with this particular relationship, the potential piece was like what I was really connected with. Um, but we were not there yet. We were in that gap of doing the work. And so that was the the yuck moment and the letting go moment for me and trusting myself that that's not where I belonged in that moment with him, you know. Absolutely. And I could tell I know for certain that there are thousands of women around the world right now shaking their head going, I always date potential. That's what you date. Like, what's the payoff? And it yeah. is. It's it's going to get in your way because there's not a man on this world that wants to change. They all want to grow. Mm -hmm. But if you present it and you don't know how to experience that and express it in a way helping them grow and instead it's like you need to change, you will get resistance. Yeah. And so it's a lot of it's, what do you do with that? Oh, well, and it's not up to you on your timeline. It's on their timeline. And sometimes that doesn't align. So yeah, these are such, such great examples, Amy. And, and I thank you for being open and honest about that. So I want to turn things around. I want to, I want to shift gears, if you will. And I'm wondering if you'd share a, a story with us of a time when something happened in partnership. I call it a proud moment of partnership where, you know, you think back on it you like that was super cool like you can't help but smile every time you think of it what's one of those well I had a relationship um partnership it wasn't a romantic relationship but more of a business relationship and when I followed my intuition with it and allowed uh, the partnership to bloom based on being connected. So, you know, it was right after I left the corporate world and I started exploring and I took an entrepreneur class and the woman running it in LA, 
looked at me and said, would you like to do this in Orange County? And I said yes, before even knowing what that partnership was going to look like, because we were going to be business partners as it as we got into it. And what was so cool about that was like, I had a knowing that we were going to be good at it together. And I had a knowing that it would be something really great in my life and my world. And that's exactly what happened. And it opened up all the opportunities that I was alluding to before when I quit my job and changed things. And this was one of those moments of brilliance that I just trusted myself. I said yes. And then I let all the facts come later and it really worked well. And so trusting yourself in that, and you just look back and think, oh my gosh, as I look back now, it led to even the podcasting I'm doing right now because of, um, because of the experience I had saying yes to that partnership in that facilitating a women's group. Very cool. Very cool. And, you know, it's interesting because your example is a great one of what it's led to that you didn't even know was even anywhere near the radar, right? You're like, when you said yes to that 10 years ago, podcasting wasn't even in your realm of possibility. Not but at it all. It ultimately has been a stepping stone to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's such a cool thing because we don't know where a single partnership will lead us what other things will come of it right mm -hmm. because literally partnership is you know two people two entities coming together to enhance each other yeah so it's an up we just don't know what that's going to look like now sometimes the way it enhances is like it puts something that you're avoiding in your face <laughs> right <laughs> it's not always fun the way it enhances your life but it's there for you if you're going to receive it. So it's a tremendous, tremendous opportunity. And yours is a great example of you just went for it. And you could have that could have been to learn the lesson of do more due diligence. But in this case, it wasn't right. Because I've had other guests that are like, oh, yeah, I went down that road because he was my best friend. So, of course, a business would work with him. And so I didn't do any due diligence and think about that because I figured I know this guy. And then it works out that we couldn't work together to save our lives. Yeah. Same thing, just different. He just went, of course. But I want you to notice the difference between those two stories. Amy followed her guidance. The other person followed his logic. And his logic yeah. failed him. And I find sometimes when we overthink it with our logic, or maybe it's not overthinking, but it's just in our heads, we we tend to get in the way you know, and we can go back and forth. But when we know what we know and we go for it and then maybe figure things out, uh, that leads us in a really wonderful direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's it's kind of like I always, we can make it be whatever we want it to be, right? Exactly. It's it's like the weather, right? If, if you were planning a picnic and it was sunny, you'd think the weatherman was a genius. <laughs> if it rained, he's an idiot. But right. his job wasn't to make the weather. His job was to tell you the weather. So why is he stupid just because it rained on your picnic? It's not his fault. He doesn't create the weather. <laughs> right. But because we don't like that answer, suddenly it's a bad system. Right. That's what we do in our lives, right? Oh, well, I didn't like the outcome, so that must mean it was a bad system. No, it's just a system, and you get to choose how to engage with it. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, it's so true. So... We've got to a part of the show, Amy, I call it the bring it all home portion. And we're going to step away from the stories for a moment. And I'm going to ask you to 
share some very specific guidance for our listeners that they can take with them right as the show ends up here. And so the first thing I want to ask you is, what would you say is the best partnership or relationship advice you've ever received? Listen to your gut, listen to your intuition, Um, whether you're listening to it or seeing it or feeling it. I know everyone kind of senses it differently. I get this knowing, so I can't say that I'm, I'm listening. I'm just sensing it, but listen to whatever that sense is that you have and trust it because I don't believe it steers you wrong. And you know, I heard that advice for most of my life, like listen to your gut. And sometimes I'm like, I don't, know what I'm hearing. I don't know that I'm getting anything. I think we always are. It's just a matter of tuning into it. It might be a whisper because we might be not in tune with ourselves and it's learning how it speaks to you, but listening to your gut and intuition will never steer you wrong. And I think that's some of the best advice and me learning how to tune into it has been part of the process as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's funny that you say that about, you know, I don't get anything. I had a, a, a teacher once say to me, he goes, I, I always laugh when somebody says, well, I don't see anything. And they said, well, that's impossible because you can't see nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're not seeing what you thought you would see. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what if you just looked at what's actually showing up? Even if it's so far off the map, I have no idea why that would be in my, my awareness right now. And it was just such a funny thing because I'm like, you're right. That's an absurd comment. Yeah. But we have such strong expectations of what it's going to be that we're not really open to the guidance. Yeah. It's only and guidance the, as long as it fits in this box. Exactly. And sometimes the guidance feels like a huge risk, you know, like when your guidance is saying run, go run away from this person. And you're thinking, why would I do that? You know, or yes, go for it. And you're thinking, why would I do that? It's like it's you, you want to negotiate it with it sometimes. And sometimes you just have to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you just reminded me, I had a friend of mine that said his guidance told him to invest in gold. And this was several years ago when gold was like at these crazy, ridiculous all-time highs, like by twice what it had ever been. And he's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's the highest it's ever been. <laughs> like, why would I go invest now? And he kept getting this guidance. And so he's like, I just learned to trust my guidance. So I decided, okay, I'm going to go invest in some gold. And it went up again, like 50%. Yeah. And he goes... Literally, when I went to invest in it, the person's like, are you sure? <laughs> you, are you living under a rock? Do you not understand this is the most expensive gold has ever been? He's like, yep, I just need to do it. And he goes, now I will never, ever question my guidance again. Right. Like, there is nothing that would have ever anybody would have guided me to do that except for something that knew more than everybody on the planet. Right. <laughs> and I figure I'll follow that. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. It's learning to trust it even when it doesn't make sense to our little brains. Mm-hmm. So, Amy, what would be like if you could pick one, just one book or resource that you'd recommend for our listeners, what would that be and why? It's so funny. I picked this book and it's going right along with our conversation. And now I understand why. So it's one of my favorites and it's called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Mm. And the reason I pick it is because I read it often because it reminds me to surrender, obviously, the title, but it's just that, surrender to your guidance. Surrender to what you're asking for, but it doesn't show up the way you think it's going to show up. And it reminds me of that because it's it's really his story, Michael Singer's story, but it's also the story of how he surrendered to his life. Like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen here and show me the way and 
as he said yes to many, many things, because he made a commitment to say yes to things, even when he disagreed, because he started negotiating and he's like, oh, that's my ego. I'm, I'm saying yes, because I said I would surrender. It led to a beautiful life that I don't think he could have ever planned out and it happens for all of us. And so whenever I think I'm planning something and I know I'm getting in my own way, I pick the book up and I have so many pages marked, but it reminds me to say yes to the crazy things, to the investing in gold, to that knowing, because it's going to lead you somewhere that's taking you right where you want to go, but it's not the path you thought you'd take. And so you know, the question happens and it happens for me too. And he says this in the book, you know, you'll get this opportunity and you'll say, why would I do that? And that's exactly when you say yes and surrender because you don't know why. And it's not the way you would have, you know, planned it or made it happen. And then on the other side of it is even better than you're planning and expecting. So it's just that magic of life that takes us through. And the surrender part for me is hard. Like I sometimes surrendering is the hardest part for me. And so that book is a reminder back to myself and saying the yes, even when I don't want to. And he says in the book, when you when you don't want to, that's your ego. And so that's even a greater reason to like step into the yes. And it's the hard, hard part too, when you don't want to. So you can notice the resistance there um, in that not wanting to. So it just always reminds me of the yes. Um, and it's still it's still hard, even though I've read the book over and over. And <laughs> I've said yes to lots of things. I've also said no. <laughs> but then I wonder, like, well, what would have happened? So it just reminds me to be in that yes um, all the time. Mm -hmm. That's great. Great, great book. Wonderful. Thank you for recommending that. Yeah. Well, Amy, you've shared so much here, and I, I really appreciate it. I'm wondering, would you let our listeners know how they can contact you and learn more about what you do? Absolutely. You can always find me at amyshuber.com or inspiredconversations.net where you can see my podcast, Inspired Conversations, which is also anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I'm on all the social media at Amy Schuber. Fantastic. Awesome. And as everyone who's a regular listener here knows, we're going to have all those contact links on Amy's show page on the Speaking of Partnership website. So don't worry if you didn't write it down. Just go to Amy Schuber. You'll just go to the show page, click on Amy, and boom. You'll go right there. You'll have all the links. It'll be really easy for you to contact her and follow up. Amy, thank you again for sharing these stories and these insights. And, and I know it's totally reminded me of so many important things, and I know it has for our listeners, too. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It reminds me of my own stuff, too. So, Ken, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.